Let's do it. Okay. So the theme of today, let me look for my piece of paper that is in the floor. Woo! <laughs> the theme That's of today... That's the level of organization we have. <laughs> That's the level of organization we yeah. have. So, the theme of today and what we're going to talk about as friends, colleagues, partners, is networking. So I'm going to start by going deep into the... Uh, corners of Wikipedia just to uh, <laughs> give ourselves the um, definition, definition of networking. Yes, sir. Uh, so, definition of networking. The action or process of interacting with others to exchange information and develop professional or social contracts. That's networking right there for you guys. Um, so yeah, uh, oh, before, I think we're dumb. We're very dumb. We haven't introduced ourselves. So I think we need to introduce ourselves first. Let's start with Martin, go ahead. Who are you? Hey guys, hey Tyla and hey Malia. Uh, my name is uh, Martin Bueno or Martin Bueno and I'm a gameplay animator at Electronic Arts. Wow. I graduated in 2017. And yeah, been working at EA ever since. Nice. So you, nice. So you just uh, came out of the of the university and started to work at EA. Uh, that how many is years correct. have you been? How many years I've have been you been at EA? I'm gonna be four years at this upcoming November. Uh, I actually got my internship through SCAD, and yeah. Okay. And, and what about you? What about you, Alan? Who are you? Oh, hey guys. Who are you? I know, right? <laughs> Alan, who are you? <laughs> who the hell are you? <laughs> All right, yeah, I'm uh, I'm Alan, Alan Hubbard. Um, went to SCAD from 2014, right? Yeah, 2014 to 18 uh, for a BFA in animation, and then. Uh, 2018 and 19 for uh, uh, MA in illustration and I am a uh, on paper I am a senior marketing engineer at Dell senior marketing engineer that's definitely something we have to talk about because how the hell do you graduate as an animator <laughs> and then you add like another 50 words to your title. I know, right? <laughs> How did that happen? Oh man. Well, I mean that that's definitely a story if if you know if you want to go down that path. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, we'll get into it. We'll, we'll get, get into, into it. it. So, last but definitely not least, you're humble. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> your host. humble friend. A host. Uh, my name is Juan Sierra. I graduated, I think, with you, Alan. Started 2014, then graduated 2017. My memory is very bad. Did but you? Okay. You graduated a I year earlier? I think so. Huh. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have done a lot of things with my career, uh, but right now I am a motion designer. So switched a little bit from the animation path, but still a happy person and have used animation to get here. That's it. Yeah, man. And, uh, okay, so with what is networking, if 
any any one of us want to add something else uh maybe your own your own definition or what do you feel is networking more into into the terms of animation you know what i mean yeah i i will i can jump into that and i will say networking could be the ability of generating relationships professional and personal relationships within your work environment and of course external work environment okay that sound like damn that sounded like a like a like a mba you have an mba too <laughs> by the way i do have an mba He's do boy. you yeah this guy we'll get into it we'll get i know right hey <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what, what about you, Alan? Something to add? Something that, uh, that pops up to mind? Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely feel like, um, as far as networking is concerned, it's, um, it's, it's a part of the essence of, of genuine friendships and relationships. Uh, I think a lot of people, uh, from my approach for networking, uh, a lot of people... Uh, misconstrue or, or think that networking only applies to working relationships but I think that if you apply the same processes and techniques to all relationships in your life uh, that you will find uh, fruitful you know relationships with with peers with friends and and you can find yourself growing as a person by maintaining a networking type of mindset yeah I think I think that definitely gonna gonna kind like uh, lead us to one of the points that I think we all agree is that uh, we all see networking like like oh my god I'm gonna climb the world through people right but like like not us but like generally seen that way right yeah. it's like who I can contact to make myself better or who I can contact to jump higher right to get an edge or, or on anybody else and I think that's the the wrong way to see it in my perspective and how it has worked in my life to bring me to the position that I am today is is basically just building relationships with the things that you're passionate about and the environments you are uh, constantly going, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we don't necessarily need to network. Uh, and this is something, Tyler, or, or, or you are listening. Uh, uh, my advice, first advice, it would be like, we don't necessarily need to network with animators, right? Uh, we don't necessarily need to network with people that are on higher positions, you know, like opportunities can come from, uh, you know, networking with an engineer, networking with a IT person. You never know, right? Like you can even say you, you are networking with a, with a cleaning lady. I know that I did, you know what I mean? I was yeah. friends with everybody in the office and that brings good things, right? So, so I think a very good uh, concept as, as Alan touched it is like, and, and Martin said is building relationships, but we do not have to bring uh, build relationship just with like, oh my God, this is such a good animator. I'm just gonna be his friend because I need to be a good animator, right? Like that's I think that's when you force it. Um, that's when it kind of goes south, right? Yeah, definitely. I agree. Like like inauthentic approaches. Uh, can be seen through for sure yeah yeah so and that this can connect exactly with like uh the purposes of networking i already stated one if you guys want to state another one or anything else regarding what we're talking about it's gonna go ahead 
growth for sure. Um, yeah. And not even just career growth, but growth as 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 a person. Uh, for for my circumstance, like growth as a father, I might network wow. with, uh, you know, um, you know, a, a guy that works at Starbucks or you know whatever the case is. They they come to work. They you know definitely give off this like tired look or you know like they don't want to be there but as soon as that first person walks into the door you can see that their demeanor changes i want to network with that person to know what the formula is for them to maintain the type of composure that they have to continue on with with working the way that they do and it might be something you know as far as they have someone at home that they're working hard for or they have a dream that they're trying to accomplish and you know, they need to give their best self to everything that they do. Just in learning that, I've networked with that person. They've given me a valuable piece of information that I can use to be a better version of me. So networking is continuous. I agree. 100%, yeah, with Alan. It, it, it has a lot to do with, uh, with the process, of course, of building that relationship, right? And, of course, in the... In the professional environment, uh, it's it can be difficult because, of course, uh, it is not the same environment as you are on a class where everybody is learning rather than you have to perform. But on my my idea on on the professional environment, it's in order to move forward, right? Because you're there to do your job and. If you are moving forward with somebody or by getting um uh forgot my lost my train of thought but by by getting uh the help or helping somebody uh you start building that relationship and moving forward um yeah i don't know i just i just lost my my train no of thought. no no that, <laughs> That that makes uh, that makes absolute sense, yeah. and I've got stories for days about networking <laughs> within uh, the professional world as well. Oh yeah. Uh, on on top of these things, artistically, I come from a background of recruiting, so um, communication skills and networking, uh, recruiting for the the Marine Corps. So infusing those those ideas, I think that that I'll be able to share a few uh, thoughts, you know, as far as uh, the pursuit of networking continuously, both in work and outside. Of course, yeah. So we have growth, we have growing within the company, right? Uh, one that I want to mention, I, I, I want to mention it with an example, um, with, a, with a crazy example, which is very funny. Uh, and the one that I'm going to talk about is opportunities, right? We also network to opportunities, but what is an opportunity? It can be anything. It can be a job position. It can be uh, being in the same table with somebody that is going to be influential in, in your life um, or anything, right? So it's always good to be open to networking. But And I think that's we, we next need to talk about uh, how to do it and the practices, right? But with one example that I'm going to be give, this is this is a very funny one. Uh, so Martina and I have a common friend. Uh, his name is Kirk, right? At the time I was in San Francisco, 
and the GDC. GDC, what is the game? Developers the Conference. Conference? Yeah. Exactly. That one was happening like right next door where I worked. So Kirk hits me up and he goes like, hey man, like I'm going to GDC. You want to hang out for a second? I go like, yes. Remember San Francisco, weed is legal. So he, this guy just tells me like, hey dude, like uh, let's go get some weed. I go like, hey, in the corner of my, of my work, uh, we can get some weed. Uh, legally, of course, in the dispensary. Man, we are at the line to get wheat, and there is just a guy behind us. And the guy is like vibing, he's an older guy, and he has the batch of GDC, right? So, I mean, we could have two options. We could have, we could have like totally ignored the guy, or we see that he's going to the GDC, so we make a comment about it. Hey, how was the, and I think Kirk did, he was like, hey, how was the convention? Did you like it? Uh, long story short, the guy ends up being one of the organizers of the GDC. Oh, nice. <laughs> he was getting weed, bro. <laughs> After working with May him. as well, right? <laughs> yeah. And he was one of the organizers, and we started talking to him. And then all of a sudden, he likes our conversation. We, we start talking about GDC and end up talking about weed. And we're just casually talking, which is one of the things that, like, of course, uh, later I want to bring on. is like, you got to be casual. Don't, don't like... Don't be so, you know, so pressure into people. Talk casually like you are who you are, right? You don't have to put any mask on. Maybe you need to be proper, right? But anyways, and then he just, we didn't know he was one of the organizers until the very last moment where he's like, hey, I actually organized this event. Um, so let me have your emails. Uh, I'll give you my card. And then for the next time, I'll give you some free tickets. And we're like, what? And those things are expensive, aren't they? <laughs> they are. Yeah, they are like. 300 or something yeah i went to gdc once and i i remember it was pretty expensive to fly out yeah. there and get in yeah, yeah and, and just because we talked to this guy and we were nice to him and we didn't have any ill intention we were presented with an opportunity that like of course uh we didn't have before of course uh now COVID came we haven't i still have his contact yeah. but i hope he remembers me for next time but yeah th i wanted to give that example so we have growth we have growth within the company and opportunities. Is there something else that you guys can think of? Uh, I think want to talk about? I think in real time for, and mind you for the, the audience, like hmm. we're always trying to network. We're always trying to improve each other and, and grow and expand. And so that means, that means a lot of things. That means being critical of self and, and being, you know, better than you were yesterday. And it also means, uh, you know, being critical of things that, that your friends or colleagues go through in order to help them grow and expand on their journey. So, like, for instance, this is a real-time circumstance. Uh, Juan, what you said was you still have this person's contact and, you know, you technically you couldn't go to the, the GDC thing because of COVID. Now, what I will tell you from my experience is you don't just want to have that contact you want to keep in contact with that person that's right that person right. that person lives a life they have family they have different experiences and so you really want to make sure that if you care about the experience that they are um granting you then you should be doing something in return and that something is at at minimum should be empathizing or caring about whatever it is that that's going on in their life and it could be just as easy as hey you know 
I still remember our great story about meeting up, you know, at the dispensary or, you know, whatever the case is. Like, I'm just checking in to see, you know, how you're doing, if everything's going well. There's no other intent behind that conversation other than checking in. That's right. That's yes. right. I agree. I agree. Because there's always, you can fall into that, uh, uh, I don't know, into that category of, of just hitting some someone just because you need something and then the relationship or like the communication gets weird. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, exactly. But uh, of course, uh, in the perfect scenario, like uh, you have built up that relationship, right? Before yeah. the the time comes where you are actually asking them, hey, I know there's an open position. Could you recommend me to it or something like it? So I think it's very important also not only to know you get that first step in into like developing a relationship, but also a very uh, important step. It's maintaining a relationship. Yeah. And I can I can tell you guys I suck at it. <laughs> I'm really bad because I'm very distracted with life. So uh, I have like gazillion friends that I made in in at SCAD that I don't touch base with them because I'm still like so distracted with my daily life that I, I sometimes forget to send them a message and I don't know Maxi that's in the in the call right now dude I cannot tell you how many times I've, I've seen some of your stuff and I have to text Maxi and two months later I still haven't texted you so I know I suck at it but it's very important just to have it in mind so right. I know I have to get better at that shit and, and yeah because like it's it uh, even though you care for the person uh, it, it will sound very very like um, disingenuous exactly disingenuous uh, and uh, yeah as as if you want <laughs> same man I get you <laughs> yeah and if you just want to get that from somebody rather than if you really care for them you know yeah yeah I, I my response to that, though, is that, uh, I mean, I know you. Uh, I mean, we're good friends. So we're good friends between all of us, right? Um, my response to that, though, is that, like, it's hard to keep up with people, right? But as long as your interactions, if you cannot keep up with them, and as long as your interactions are positive and you are genuine about them, I think that's going to be sufficient. Of course, you can, you can like, obviously, um, you know, hit them up once uh, uh, from time to time but what I found out personally is that even though uh, with some of my contacts or some of the opportunities that I have been presented even though we haven't talked in months the months we talked were very genuine and I was a very genuine person and I was not interested in, in where they could uh, lead me to but I was just myself right and they remember me being myself either professionally or in the outside so whenever you approach them and you go like, hey, man, uh, I see that you're working here. I see that uh, there's an opportunity. Do you mind recommending me or something? Um, I feel that just be being genuine helped me so much, right? Just me being genuine at the time, you know, even though I, I haven't talked to them in a while, just me being me kind of helped a lot, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm um, one thing that, that helps me with, with my networking is um, I guess the the opposite uh, in the sense of 
I, I'm a cancer. Like, I, I'm a big empath. So, like... I was like, damn, bro, you don't have to tell No, me. no, no, no. I had <laughs> this <good>. guy. <laughs> nah. Um, so, in a sense of, if I develop a relationship with you, and um, just, you know, by former career, by empathizing, that's going to be a big word for me, e empathy. Um, I'm looking for very key things that you find interesting very key things that you laugh about or that that you find very important for your life or uh you know even deeper than that are things that that you want to do so like say for instance martin like you say that you're bad at keeping in contact with people right my natural inclination is to contact you more often and, Please do so because and, I suck at it. I'm and really bad. the thing that I do with it is I just sing good mornings. It's like, hey, bro, good morning. Like, you know, I hope your day goes well. And I do that with repetition. You know, not not anything annoying. Like, I might hit you up and be like, hey, good morning. Like, hey, did you check out you know these these new animation techniques? You know that are that are talked about this pipeline that's talked about, or you know, like something that you find relatable. And just being deliberate about contacting you with the intent of helping you get better at the thing that, that you feel that you're lacking in. And in that, the person on the other side will feel that sense of empathy coming from you and be more inclined to think of you when something is going on. It's like, man, if there was anybody that told me you know, good morning or have a good day. It was this person. So if there's something that this person needs, I'm going to be there when I can to make sure that this person is taken care of. And so it's this, this automatic like ripple effect based off of being empathetic of other people's circumstances. So we just jumped and I agree with you. So I'm, I'm going to like for the people who are listening, um, so we just jump from purposes to practices. So we have, and like, and I'm gonna rephrase what we're talking talking about in case you know you guys wanna wanna know. But uh, a good practice that uh, came out from Alan was being empathetic, and also I think I heard that uh, providing value, right? So yeah. you provide value to the person in the in the fields that the things that you see that they they lack of or they like, right? And I think this can happen anywhere, right? I think we we also have to talk about the spaces where we network, but I think we can go into it next. And and what? And also, Martin, we talked about being genuine, being, you know, even though you don't talk about, about, a lot with the people that you network with, you are genuine and you are a good person in general. So those are some of the practices. I'm just going to rephrase them real quick. Being genuine, providing value, and being empathetic, right? Um, any other good practices you think uh, while networking? come into mind hmm well, I thought I thought I was like muted for a second no no uh, no no <laughs> it's <laughs> a deep reflection yeah. <laughs> yeah. because I think we've touched on on like the most important yeah the yeah. most important uh, um steps or the points of uh, having a healthy network yeah practice, I, maybe, right 
maybe we have talked on the macro, right? The general things, right? Yeah. Maybe we can also talk on the on the micro, the things, the day-to-day things, right? Uh, some I, good practices, as you said, and I think this this cannot be not stated, right? Because I mean, some of some of the guys that are listening to us are going into the workforce, so very important. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna mention something. You're saying good morning, right? That's yeah. important. You know, yeah. is whenever you come into the office, I know you may have had a shitty day. You commute with shit, whatever it is, right? The people that work around you have a nice face. Be a nice person. You don't have to be welcome to talk to everybody, but just say hi, right? Say hi to everybody. You don't have to walk to their desk, but say hi. Another one that I can say, and then I can I can pass the mic to you guys is learn people's names. I know it's hard. But learn people's names, what do they do, what do they do in the office, right? Something that has helped me out a lot and something that I just mentioned. Even talk to the people that are cleaning, right? Yeah, absolutely. Say thank you, right? When they come and pick up the, the, the mess that you made, say thank you. Sometimes knowing their names, people notice that and the energy brings you that, you know? Even the IT people, I remember working, this is a small a small experience that I, that I that I can tell you about networking. One of the guys that that was the IT guy from when I used to work in San Francisco, his name is Guillermo. He was just a good guy and I just talked to him and he was IT, so he was in charge of bringing, you know, us the equipment. In a way, it could be seen that he was working for us, right? But I ended up being very good friends with the guy. We're friends still today. And guess what? He was in the very important meetings because for some reason, IT had to be in the very important meetings where people were going to be hired or fired because they need to know in advance to get ready. They need to get the, the, the IT ready for that. Yeah. And he was my point of contact to know what was going to happen with my future. I never imagined in a million years that just saying hi to Guillermo and just chilling with him and just being nice with him, right, would, be a, would bring me something good, but it did, right? So I have saying hi learning names what are the things you can say in the micro in the day-to-day in the workplace right that you can think of yeah i I like that um the you know being nice um you know to to say like the cleaning people and things like that because i feel like the the overarching thing is humility um and i say that to couple it with another thing where i think people get um networking misconstrued is be useful Okay. And in, in the greater sense of it, you are just one piece of everything happening. So be useful to the people that you are networking with. You know what I mean? Like um, the things that, that they could need. And it doesn't need to be physical. Like, say, the cleaning people, right? They probably get looked down on by people who say don't know how to network correctly or they get treated differently because they're they're cleaning people. Being useful would mean making sure that they know that they're valuable. Yeah. You know, speaking to them, smiling, uh, trying to uplift their spirits. And you would be surprised by the types of connections that the cleaning people have. Like say, this is just like spitballing it, but say that cleaning person also is the primary person that cleans the executive's office and the executive is also a person that's good at networking and he's like you know hey how how's the day going you know is everything going all right and it's like yeah everything's going good as a matter of fact 
one down there, you know, in in you know this particular cubicle, I think he's an animator. He's a really genuine person. Like intangible skills are more valuable than any other skill set that you can muster. You know, once you're working in a place, the intangible things are the things that are very uh, that are highly sought after. I agree a hundred percent with Alan. And uh, yeah, let's remember that you guys like are gonna be animators for a couple years, and I bet more like most of the people that get into animation might want to follow the career path of animation, and at some point be an animator supervisor or lead. And that requires you to look for people. So just having those little um, networking uh, um, like abilities, like being nice, being humble, those will help you in your interpersonal uh, relationships and also with the people that you will be looking for. So you don't want your team to be uh, no, not to have a good relationship with your team. You want, you want your team to be able to, um, to produce, like in the best way possible and on time, right? So you want to know everything. How how is it going and, um, make it uh, the best quality possible. So all these little things will make you, uh, have your team happy and of course get the information that you need from your team members. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, I like to, to, to jump with this idea with Martin that he just mentioned something very important, right? We, we were just talking about, you know, the people in general, right? But maybe best practices to to network with our own peers, the people that are sitting right next to us. And I think we can connect this idea with the idea of Diego that Alan and I were talking about the other day. Um, very important, I think, in the workplace to uh, know how to network with your peers, the people that you work with day to day, right? A lot of the times, um, I've met a lot of animators that are seeing and um, feeling that their peers, the people that they work with are their competition, right? In a way they are, right? But if you have that point of view of, oh, he is my competition, right? I think that's the wrong way to approach that network, right? Uh, we gotta recognize uh, all animators, all artists that we are strength, we have different strengths, right? Um, yeah. So let's not get jealous of other animators. Let's not them give them attitude. Be the best version of yourself you can be with other animators. Be down to help them out. Be down to give them good critiques and be down to meet them. One thing that I'm gonna say for sure, and I think it has been become obvious in the past years, is that nobody in any company is really gonna f like the company itself is not gonna fight for you companies close i've been in two companies that have closed right and the only thing that i have left are my experiences and the people that i met right so why would i come into an office and networking correctly with the with the people being all competitive right being the one that i think i'm the best and i want to be the best over all of them instead of like you know being nice being humble helping each other out i just want to be the best right guys like these companies open and close all the time people are firing the animation industry like crazy so you're going to be left with a bad attitude right uh people are going to know oh juan is the guy that thinks he's the shit nobody he doesn't talk to anybody he just goes through life thinking he's awesome when he's not right 
the only thing you have left is is your is your you know the people that you met and i remember having some peers one guy in a specific his name was luca the, he was the best animator of the whole unit for sure he was the best he was very serious and it, it took some time for him to open up right and he was very competitive with us right but we slowly and surely became more than just peers we became friends at the end and when everything went south right he was our friend and he, even though he was perceived before as you know the very serious competitive guy he ended up being you know, the very friendly luca right and that's i think how you want to be perceived within the industry uh so i recommend you i'm sorry if i'm repeating myself uh to you know do not think uh, that your peers are your all the time your competition, you know. Take into account there are are people too. They have dreams, you know. They wanna they, they they might have the same dreams as you. And in this world, they might be one of the people that understand you the best. Your your you know your um you know uh, I I lost the word. They understand your dreams and they understand your frustrations because they're going the same path as you, right? So I think that's a good way to put it. Like. Know how to network with the people in your company, within your teams, and know that even though some people might be competitive, that doesn't mean you cannot be friendly with them. Yeah, right? yeah, absolutely. Yeah, then yeah, in that was one mentioned, like have that ego in check because, like, in this is also a a, a true story. I was uh, in the hiring process for Badesta. Softworks and one thing they really, really try to get uh, off me in that interview process was who I was as a person. They didn't ask me how many frames I could deliver, how many animations per day, uh, pulsing, silhouette, anything like that. First of all, they wanted to know who I was as a person and how can I relate to others. Because for them, it was way more important that they we're not hiring an asshole rather yep. than hiring like Glenn King, but he was a total dickhead, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, so for them was very important because just in just thinking about it on the on the on the work environment. Imagine like I hire as a animation supervisor uh one the Glenn King dickhead, right? But like he's gonna mess up my other animators, right? They're yeah. gonna feel like they are not sufficient for the team. Like this guy is trying, even though he might be doing great work, right? But he's disturbing different teams. Uh, I don't know. He might annoy even the software engineers. Therefore, I might not have a work problem in terms of product, but I'm gonna start having a people's problem, right? Yeah. And I want all my animators to come next day feeling like they wanna animate. They wanna make that monster feel like a monster and stuff like that. Not that they are working with a fucking monster, <laughs> right? So right. that is very important. So, uh, so yeah, make sure you have that ego on check. And even though like you feel like you are clean keen, Always be humble and try, like, I'm not, I'm not saying not show it off. Show it off whenever you have to. But don't do it at the cost of somebody else. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. I feel like uh, from from my perspective in in the, the corporate world of, of technology, 
there's a lot of that empathy that's really missing. There's a lot of the, how do I help my peers get to where they want to go to? It's that like textbook thing that you, that you, you know, think about when you think corporate, like cutthroat people are out for themselves, that type of thing. Uh, coming from a military background, a firefighting background, you know, it, that's just not in me. And so the way that I approach things winds up resonating really well with people in the sense that, um, say, like women in technology, that's a, it's a hot topic. And a lot of women, you know, they, they deal with different things, um, being talked over in conversations or in meetings and different things like that, or not getting looked at the same way. And so I take conversations to the side and I'm like, hey, how's it going? And they're like, oh, good, good. And it's like, hey, I think that you have great ideas. When we have these meetings again, if you notice that you're being overshadowed, ping me. And I will speak up to make sure that the conversation gets redirected back over to you. Uh, one second. Definitely. Definitely. I agree with that. Uh, now we're talking about... We talked about good practices, of course, right? But I think uh, with, with what me and Martin talked about, I think we can jump in. And maybe we can jump back and forth with good and bad practices. But I think, uh, you know, the juicy part is also comes in the bad practices. <laughs> what are some of the things, right? Some of the things that that maybe we have done or maybe we've seen people doing or maybe people have done to us that you consider that's a bad way to network, that's a bad way to connect, that's a bad way to talk in the office, right? Any, anybody? I, I have one, but if anyone want to start, for sure. Well, definitely just, of course, as we mentioned before, worst practice, like whenever like somebody approach you, like out of the blue just to ask you something you know and you know it's not genuine mm -hmm. yeah i i i really don't like that like being approached, like, hey, like i know you work at ea uh dude we haven't talked in many years yeah, yeah. you know uh, and even even if we haven't talked in years maybe we had a good relationship but maybe if it's somebody out of nowhere right that comes with the expectation that you are giving them something i have people have had people in, in linkedin approach me to be like hey i see that you worked in ea uh i would like to connect with you to talk about your experience and i would like that's a good way to do it right they want to talk to me first right i know exactly. they want something i know they want something yeah. but that's a good way to connect i'm interested in talking i'm interested in bringing you value that way but not random person hey i see you go to scott do you have a job for me? That's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you chill. Um, one that I want to mention too, uh, something that I did, and I want to like, uh, also like uh, uh, give you guys the example. I think one of them is that becoming and trying to network and becoming friends with someone with the mindset of I'm getting something out of this person, right? I did it. I did it in my first job. I approached one of the guys that seemed pretty cool, and he was very—he was game designer, and he was very cool. He, he even though he's older, he he looked very, very you know, young, young personality and stuff. But I knew he was good, and I knew he he had connections because one day we talked. And I, my mistake was going and becoming friends with him with the mindset that he was going to do something for me in the future, right? 
what that caused at the end of the day was that I noticed that he noticed, right? I realized and I saw the way he started to speak to me and the things he, the, the, the looks, I don't know, you just feel it. That he knows like, motherfucker, you just want to talk to me because you want something. At that moment, I felt very bad because I was already friends with him and we were already friendly, but I felt them. I started this relationship on the wrong foot, right? I just wanted something for myself. So I think that's a very bad practice, even though, of course, networking is to get something in the future. Of course, that's the idea of like providing and giving value. Let's also remember about the idea of you giving and remember about the idea of being friendly and like building real relationships, even though they might be surface level, even though it's just a high and a buy. Do not go with the attitude of, I want to make something, I want to take it out of you, I want you to give me something, because people see that, you know? Yeah. I agree. Yeah, definitely. Uh, that, that definitely ties into the whole idea of being useful. Like, mm -hmm. the initial thought, you know, that, that I feel that you had was that they were useful, and you missed the, one of the most important ingredients was, how can you be useful to them? Um, you know, and, and that doesn't necessarily mean artistically, they could be, they could be Rembrandt, which would be pretty crazy to run into like a modern day Rembrandt, but you know, they could be like absolutely amazing at what they do. And technically there's not really much artistically that you can offer, but you can absolutely offer things beyond that. And so conversing with the idea of there, we've lived two totally different lives which means that we have two different sets of experiences, which means I have value that I can bring to you. And I would like to bring that to you as a chance to just to to absorb things that you know. You know what I mean? Um, I think that, that that's a healthy exchange of information. Um, yeah, I think yeah. I think from from my end, um, as far as like. Um, as far as that goes, I know that it's not along the lines of, of uh, a negative, but um, it touches on one of the last things that I said, which is the providing something to someone that has everything that you're looking for. So one of my biggest, biggest people that I've ever networked with just in life, in, in art, you know, all these different categories is uh, an artist named uh, Ryan Benjamin. The guy is is my mentor. He's been my mentor for forever. And the way that we met was was so strange. Uh, it was in Chicago, 2009. And uh, he came, he's a professional comic artist. He works for DC. He's been with DC for like 20 something years. Does video games, uh, animation, all sorts of stuff. And so I was still in the military, so I had no formal training artistically. So as you can see, there's a huge gap between who he was even at the time and who I was artistically. So I go to his table. I had never seen a professional comic artist before. I'd never seen them draw before. And I just stood there. I knew that I always wanted to be an artist. And I just stood and watched hours i i you know he talked every once in a while but i was like just appreciating that i had the opportunity to absorb his his skill like it, you know um firsthand and so 
he looks at me and he's like, you look like you want it. And I'm like, you have no idea. I, I, I absolutely want to be an artist. That's my dream. You know, this is what I want in life. And he's like, good, good. So he's doing a commission of Batman. He turns it around. He gives me the brush pen. I didn't show him any art. I didn't show him any, any portfolio or anything. He's like, finish it. Oh, shit. Shit. And I'm like, really? He's like, yeah, finish it. He's like, just tell me what you're going to do before you do it, but finish it. And as a the, the only thing that was helping me at the time was just being a Marine. It was the fact that I was scared, but I wasn't going to outwardly show that I was scared. So I was like, okay. And so telling this professional artist, I was like, all right, so you have the cowl for Batman and it's going along his arm. You have this thin, beautiful line here, but if there's a shadow and this, this cowl isn't connected to his, his shoulder, then there needs to be a heavier line, you know, that, that curves with the, the arm. He's like, okay. And I'm like, all right, so Batman, he's intimidating. So I feel like there should be more shadow around his eyes. I feel like the eyes are, are what really pushes, you know, think like spawn. He's like, all right, all right. And I'm like, and the chest, like you have this this beautiful watercolor for the chest, but if you like accented a, a silhouette underneath the, the cuff of the chest, it gives them more of a dominating stance, you know, especially with dark silhouettes. And so he's like, good. So he takes the pen back, turns the piece back around, and he asks me a question that I'll, I'll never forget. And he's like, if you know what you're doing, why are you not doing it? And That's so, so ever since, ever since that day, I had always like constantly looked for ways that I could inject something to offer him for giving me so much. And what I found was honesty was the thing that I could give to him. Honest critique that isn't, isn't watered down by his, his status as a famous artist that isn't diluted by you know oh how's he gonna feel about me after it's just raw conversation and that's worth its weight in gold and so i you know i approached i approached him from that point and and forward with that in mind so i i say as uh i guess as a as a counter to the negatives again be useful a question for you Adam that I think I can connect with another idea what's it when you talk to him do you talk to him one to one do you talk to him like he's like this is something that I that I feel like I like my best conversations and the best networking experiences that I've ever had is where of course we start with a place of respect but eventually we ended up talking like a person to person you know what I mean there is yeah. no there is no and no, there is no you know, the, of course, they are better than you in some things and not. But what I like that is you said, I can give him my honest opinion without the fear of whatever he's going to think of me next. Yeah. I think that entails that you talk to him one to one. You know, you don't you don't talk to him like he was your boss or your manager. Right. Yeah. What yeah. would you say? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think that that it's a, a interesting uh, relationship because you know, as as we've been saying, like you approach this networking I idea with humility, you know, but also you you check your your ego. You know what I mean? You tone down your ego so as not to 
make a toxic situation at work and things like that. I will say conversely that you also have to maintain a sense of ego. Number one, as an artist, we're, we're just ego-driven creatures. That's how we create art. We see self in everything that we do. But um, we also approach these conversations with an ego or with a confidence of, I'm not less than you. Whether you're the exactly. CEO of a company, whether you are, you know, my boss or, or whatever the case, I have something to offer. Yep. I, and what I have to offer, you, you don't have my experiences. You can never have my experiences. So every individual has something to offer that is completely different than another person's experience. Maintain that confidence. You know, obviously be respectful, be humble, but maintain the confidence that you are worth something and that your presence is sought after. They just don't know that it's sought after. And so your job as a networker is to find that key to unlock that door. So definitely. I, yeah. So I, you know, I, I approach all my situations from a point of, of, of respect and humility, but also from a point of you want what I have. I promise you, you want what I have. Yeah. Let's talk. And I, and I definitely, definitely, I, that's the point that I wanted to hit for sure because uh, with the people that have helped me the most or that I really value in my life that I have networked with, I realized that, yeah, we talk one-to-one -one, even though they have like three positions up on me in the in the art world right yeah like i like some of the people that we know are like freaking already you know doing character designs for freaking disney things like that right like like even leads or like he people that are like 10 years older than than we are things like that um but but i find out that and especially with a with a, with a good friend of mine his name is day um uh i found out that whenever i talk to him one-on-one -on -one and i'm chilling and i'm talking to him like i talk to my friends because he's my friend yeah. right the conversation flows but sometimes he's, he's he's so fucking good and he is in the position that everybody would love to be in sometimes it's a little bit intimidating and it's not that i'm intimidated and i, I don't i don't talk and i oh. sometimes you know the, in the conversations will bleed in like that admiration that i have for him yeah and he he likes to ground down the conversation again right he yeah. all and he's very nice and very active about it like he goes like oh yeah whatever he goes like yeah that's whatever i'm interested in you because you're juan not because you admire me or whatever i'm not like i don't want fans yeah. you know what i mean that's his attitude i don't want you to be my fan dude i want you to be my friend yeah so i think it's all like for, for example for me it's something i i have to check myself when when i, I talk to these people yeah. right i want i want to make sure that i'm not a fan Right, I'm 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 a, I'm just another person. Yeah, right? yeah. And I think uh, we can jump with with an example. For example, I think an example that uh, Martin can give us. Right, I think what happened recently with uh, the production manager at EA. Right, I think that's an example of of. I was thinking about it. It's an example of production of of networking. It's an example of being humble. Yet having your ego and knowing you have value. Would you like to talk about it? I think it's a good yeah, one, Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so, of course, I'm transitioning into uh, development management rather than animation. And uh, actually, we had our retrospective from our sprint where we talk about the game, how it's going, uh, stuff like that. So, of 
course, I've been in the process of uh, getting uh, my master's degree in that area and all that. So I approached my development manager uh, after, of course, a meeting and I, I talked to her and, hey, uh, I really um, just a couple of points uh, regarding the, the presentation. I know you mentioned that we might be needing more people and stuff like that. I would like... Uh, uh, I've been I've been preparing myself for this opportunity, uh, and yeah, we just start talking about it, right? But at the point uh, that I had this conversation, of course, the position that they are looking for is, of course, way above my experience level. So what it resulted of that uh, conversation was more of a, hey, I know you're interested. You've shown me you have inter uh, uh, that you have your skills on check. So hey, let me help you. So she offered a mentorship. Uh, so yeah, now I've been mentored by this development manager uh, in managing a a video game. And yeah, right now, like in that has evolved. Right now that I'm at this point, I have I'm using half of my time just to do uh, management as well as animating. So yeah, as as one mentioned, See. like uh, yeah, those little things can can you know unfolding yeah. very very uh good things yeah. Yeah. so in short martin approached uh not even uh like one person that is two levels or three levels above above the the, the hierarchy right and he was like hey i have value but i'm interested in working with you too right this person decided and, and 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 you know that was a perfect way to network and at the other on the other side this person saw the value on martin and decided to give him an opportunity and this opportunity basically came because martin wanted to talk about it and wanted to share it so it's it, like it's i think it's a very it's a very it's a good testament for the people who are we are we are present here that like you know are raising your hand and talking and actively networking even though it might not lead to something now. Just the act of doing it because you're interested in it, it might lead to a lot of things in the future, right? So I think that's a great example. Yeah, absolutely. Great example. Um, do we have another juicy bad practice? For example, Alan, what do you think? And have you ever had a, a another bad practice of people coming to you and 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 wrongly or in the bad way networking maybe in a scat what do you guys feel right oh. now that we in university because we see those things all the time in university yeah yeah um Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> yeah my uh my interpersonal experiences at scad were horrible not to speak anything negative about the school or anything like that but uh i just didn't vibe well with 90% of people that I met there and coming from because you know I was I was uh 27 when I started school so I'm in a totally different mindset from you know 18 to 22 um what I could distill it down to was there was this lack of thinking outside of self that people had um they would approach me or approach circumstances the what they thought was the textbook way to network which is hey i'm such and such can i get your instagram or 
can I can we exchange business cards? And that's the end of the conversation. And it's like you mean nothing to me. You you could be <laughs> truth. honestly, yeah. I mean, you could be the most amazing artist in the world, and if you approached me that way, because like I said before, I have value. I know that I have value, and it may be totally different than what you have, but I I am resolute in my feeling of myself. And so if you approach me in a sense of here, you want my business card. You want to add me to Instagram to increase my numbers. And that's all that they're presenting. I've got no feeling about anything for them. You know what I mean? They're not they're not approaching me empathetically and, you know, trying to find out who I am and the things that I like uh, or the places that I'm trying to get to in life. Uh, you know, it's oh, I could talk about that for for days. I agree. I have a, I have an example too that I I just remember when you were talking. I uh, remember uh, I saw a lot of this in the senior film era, right? When we were yeah. all our seniors, there's a lot of stress. A lot of people are, are going out of college. Of course, the competition of who is getting what job, whatever. But it, this is specifically was with the films. So I remember I, I presented our film, Martina and I. We did flip. Um, and uh, you know the backgrounds were done, but Karen, which is like an amazing artist, and she she was killing it. And then I remember one chick approached me, and this is uh, this is like a good example. And she was like, "Hey," I was like, "Hey, how's it going? Uh, who did your backgrounds?" And I was like, "Oh, her name is Karen Castillo. He's a really good one. Uh, where can I find her?" And I go like, I don't know, like, I mean, you can see her like working in this area, I think. Okay, can you let her know that I'm interested in her film? And I go, <laughs> I'm interested in her to work in my film. And I go like, oh yeah, of course I'll let her know. I mean, that is the, I, for me, that is the prime example of one not, how you shouldn't network. Correct, right? absolutely. <laughs> Textbook. She basically, she basically said, I like that shit. I want that shit for me. Go and get it for me. <laughs> like, I'm like, you're ridiculous, little lady. She was little. <laughs> you're ridiculous, little lady. Um, on the other hand, I remember um, we had a friend, Willie Colon, which is like the freaking, the best social butterfly, I think, <laughs> with you, Alan. There is social butterfly, and he knows, he knows how to approach people and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, for example, a way to approach him was like, and we did it for, we did this with him. He was our friend first, and we saw his film, and we saw his effects. And I go like, hey, dude, like, I really like your effects, dude. Who did this for you, man? And he's like, bro, um, this guy did it for me. Uh, and he's like, you know what? I mean, I think he did a little bit. He he, he was a little bit dirty about it, but I respect it. He's like, animate this shot for me. And I'll I'll work and I'll I, I, I'll work with you to get him on your film. The relationship is different, right? Yeah. Was, yeah, we are friends, right? So I, I was like, bet. I did the shot and then of course this this is where the, the, the nice part comes. He goes like, Okay, go do your thing, sit down around me and I'll talk to him. And then he just, you know, like he was very careful about it. He approached the guy. He's like, how's it going? How are you doing? Hey, dude, uh, there is a very cool film going on. I think you would like it. My friend is right here. And I think he's very interested in your skills, man. And then he introduced us, right? And then yeah. we get to talk. That's completely different 
with what the short lady wanted me to do, right? Yeah. She just wanted me to be like, hey, this girl is good, whatever. And ended up, he, he did most of the effects for the film, and they were amazing. <laughs> That's really cool. That's yeah. a very, very sales uh, mindset. I, I like it. You know, yeah. a, a lot of people, maybe they might think that there's something bad about that, but it's it just filters out a lot of the the extra fluff and it gets down to the the barter like what's actually going to happen and it holds yeah. it holds both ends accountable it's like yeah. cool you there's this weight that's on me and you are the perfect person to hold this weight here can you hold this like yeah cool i got it like, oh sweet appreciate it hey there's this weight that that you are definitely telling me about give me that like I, I, I agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. Some of these, uh, and that's I think that's also talks in the part of genuinity, right? Like in this, in this, like I didn't want to be friends with the guy, right? I wanted him to work with me, so I was genuine, and it really was genuine with me in the sense of like I was I approached him professionally yeah. and expressed my interest on him, and I was genuine about it. I didn't try to be his friend. I, well, when he started working on my film, of course I'm friendly, and I, I try to be a good director, and I try to understand him. That that comes later, right? But I talked to him, hey, this is a very cool project. I would like to, to be on it. I never tried to buy him or anything like that or, or like freaking pretend I'm his friend right that was a very transactional but it's, that's also a way to network right when we are clear and when you're genuine about it i think yeah yeah definitely i i like um whenever i approach someone say at work and they don't uh, i'm i'm the only animator within my entire realm of where i work so i i feel very comfortable about you know, like there is no competition or anything like that. And, and and your word is valued as with with no with no much. They don't hesitate to to. They don't doubt what you say, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, when when I approach people, I am trying to get rid of that stigma of me me me, and you know how do I how do I hodl everything and and help my own career. And I try to let people know that there are people out there that are willing to to fight for you because you are a genuine person. And so, you know, I've got one coworker. Um, he's a he's a, a like a copywriter. Um, so he writes like scripts for marketing and different things like that. And I'm an artist. Our two work streams would never cross. Like like as far as like promotional paths would never cross. But because he's a good person and because he he shows compassion and he's very diligent about what he does, I want to help him. I want him to grow. Whatever comes of that, like if something positive comes of that as far as networking is concerned, I don't really care. I just want yeah. this person to to reach the pinnacle of what they want for their life. And by proxy, I'm sure somewhere down the road, something positive will happen. Though, again, that's not the intent. So when I approach him, I'm like, hey, you know, how's it going? He's like, oh, good, good. You know, how's the family? Like, oh, you know, they're good. Like, I appreciate you asking. Like, yeah, sure. Like, bro, I was thinking. He's like, what's up? And this is where people usually think like, oh, somebody's about to come and ask me for something. It's like, what do you want? And he's like, what do you mean? And it's like, out of your career. What do you want? 
five years from now, what do you want? He's like, oh, this, this, and this. And it's like, are you, how are you getting there? Like, are you working towards getting there? And it's like, I really want it, but I'm not really sure, you know, some of the things that I need to do to get there. And it's like, cool. I'll try to find out things on my end, but as well, now that I know what you want for your five-year plan, whenever these types of things pop up, say in meetings or whatever, I'll make sure that they know who you are. You know what I mean? And by proxy, that type of resonance will transfer. So now this person becomes an advocate of you. It's like this this guy was really looking out for my career. He's really out here advocating for the things that I do. So by proxy, whenever I get into meetings, I will do the same for, for them and it will yep. ripple. So it's like a ping effect for your networking in the sense that when you get so good at it or when you become so empathetic with your approach, other people will network for you. Yeah. And they will do they yeah. will do that to other people too, right? Yeah. Whatever you did to him, he's gonna he's gonna do it to with their peers. And at the end of the day, this is something that we all said uh, with Alan and, and Martin the other day. We are talking about these things because these are things that we might see sometimes lack within the workplaces that we have been. So it's better if we tell you the young us uh, uh, the young artist uh, that these things can be done because in turn they're gonna change the industry to the better, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I also wanted to ask you, uh, guys, and I think uh, very important question. We are extroverts, right? The three of us, yeah. right? We talk to people. We are always out there. There are some people that are not. Some people that are introverts, right? And it's hard to, for us to to give uh, to kind of put ourselves in their shoes, right? But uh, something that, that, that seems to me that kind of works and, 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 and it works in um, networking is just going to different events and, and, and things that maybe your company offers or events that you see where you can network with other people. What are your thoughts, guys, on those types of events? Are they a waste of time? Are they worth going, right? Or maybe are everybody just kissing ass or is it a, is it a good thing? You know, um, like oh. my opinion, I will say it's always a good. Uh, just, just go to these events because you will never know what relationships would end up from mm -hmm. an event like that, and it can be with anybody. Or because those types of events are just that—a way to break the ice, break the structure, break the ladder. And uh, like I remember one event I had at EA. I ended up having a drink with the CEO of like uh, not, not not EA itself, but of course of my of my studio. Yeah. He wow. just exchanged stuff, right? So next time he sees me, he knows who I am, right? Because mm -hmm. we just exchanged a beer, and I will say in five, ten years, I'll be knocking at his door. Hey, uh, hey, Sean, what's up? Like I'm here to apply for. I don't know, your assistant, or I don't know, you know? So I, I really, really like those types of events because it breaks the structure. It gives you ways um, to just get to know people that you will not uh, easily come through because, of course, of your work. So, yeah, I, I do enjoy them. 
Mm. Yeah. Um, I am typing this thing. Um, uh, like but, a website or something? Nope. Uh, it's a, a leadership trait. Um, and it's something that always stuck with me. Know yourself and seek self-improvement. Always mm-hmm. turn that switch on and and a hundred percent of the time maintain it. And so you spoke about you know people who may not be extroverts and you know say going to an event and different things like that. Humans are social creatures. By design, that's that's what we are. So being an introvert might in in a lot of circumstances that require socializing might be a um, deterrent or something that will take away from your your opportunities you step outside of your comfort zone in in a world of different ways that's you know the possibilities of doing it can be so vast but just taking the opportunity to step outside of your comfort zone with the intent of there's something more that I can learn or there's an opportunity that can be had if I took this extra step. Right. Being being an introvert or needing um, needing anatomy skills for your turnarounds or needing color theory, it's just a matter of, okay, there there's a key to unlock this door. And I need to find what that key is and how how that door best suits me and and unlock it. You know what I mean? So like if the introvert goes to this this party or this circumstance or this this team meeting and they find out that the there's a conversation going on about cooking. That introvert might like cooking. Yeah. There's a conversation that they can step into. But they have to be willing to step into that conversation. Closed mouths don't get fed. That's true. At the same time, I can also say that... That's a strong statement, that one. I like that one. We can we can have a section of like uh, Alan famous words. <laughs> quotables. <laughs> yeah, down quotables. I'll create a text channel. We're gonna copy and paste all the quotables. Um, <laughs> Quotes from Alan. That's Close funny. I'm not very quotable. I'm like a Alan. Uh, Alan's quotables. Um, I wanted to say, uh, even if you are an introvert, if we are, if we have introverts in the room. Just going to the event itself is gonna put you already out there for people to talk to you. Yeah. Of course, be open to talk to them. But if if you cannot initiate conversation, right? There, there are is, some other extroverts out there. I was there about to say. Yeah, there is an extrovert that will find you. Be like, what's up? What's up, shorty? <laughs> Anyways, um. um Something that I wanted to talk also, I think, uh, something that we can close on, uh, but we can, like, of course, we can keep talking. Um, just an idea and, and a question that I, I, I came for into my mind right now. Now we talked about practices in networking, mostly outside, mostly in general, networking with everybody, networking, but a, a lot of the times in, in the workplace, uh, we mentioned a little bit of networking within within the school, but I wanted to ask you guys maybe what's the advice and what would you guys say about network? How would you approach networking in college? 
right? With peers, with other people. So like the people who are listening to us kind of start doing it right now, right? What would you say? Maybe it's repeat. Maybe we're going to repeat some things that we've already said. But what do you guys, what are your thoughts on, on this on this statement? Oh, man. I say my, oh, my final, yeah, my final thoughts on that. First of all, keep your friends close because you don't know where your friends are going to end up. Mm -hmm. So after college, don't just like disappear. Second of all, know, you, of course, from your classes, you know who's the best in class, right? And again, you might never know where he ends up. So... Again, just try to be friendly with everybody. Yep. Uh, talk to them, generate, um, and try to grow those little relationships. Even though they are strictly professional and you don't want to be friends with them, hey, there's like, you will never go bad giving somebody a compliment. Mm -hmm. Hey, I like, I like that uh, secondary action. Uh, those poses were great, period. You don't have to do anything other than that. Right? Yeah. And, yeah. and that, and I think those little things go a long way. Yeah. That was a nice quote of like, you don't have to be friends with all the good animators. You just have to be nice enough with them so they know you're chill. Something that I'm going to add to that though <laughs> is like, even the best animators, like, I, I definitely see people that I don't, I didn't consider the best animators in very good positions. Yeah. Right? I see a lot of people that maybe they, they, they didn't graduate with the most amazing portfolio, right? But they're in a good position because they're nice, because they're great, because they improved, maybe because college wasn't for them. Maybe could they could learn outside, right? There's a lot of factors that can come in into what we call a good artist. So what is the point of that? The point of that is be nice to everybody because you never know, as Martin said, who's going to end up where. It could be the worst artist right now. But you're nice to them. You help them out. You give them advice. Maybe in the future, he's going to be the one giving advice to you. Maybe he's going to surpass you. Or maybe he's going to bring you opportunities. So if you guys are in college, you see the kid that is not that good. Maybe he's struggling. Hey, go ahead and help him out. Talk to him. You know, you never know where life is going to go. You never know who's watching you helping this kid. You know, yeah. right? Maybe Sarah saw you helping the kid but you never talked to Sarah Sarah was an asshole all the time <laughs> but Sarah in the future is working at Google and then she sees your picture and she says you know what Alan was the dopest guy in the school I remember him helping a lot of people he I know he's very conversational and I know he can take the lead so I think this lead position could be good for him we never know and those things happen right so it's a good advice of like be nice to everybody yeah yeah, yeah. definitely um, I would say, um, kind of resonating on, on things that, that we touched on before and, and one of the things that I was speaking about my coworker, is in school, a lot of people don't know where they want to go, um, but there are a few that, that have a pretty good idea. Um, so what I would like to do is, is ask people like, hey, so you're learning 2D character but you're also really good at backgrounds, you know, and you oil paint on the side. Like, so what do you, what do you want to do? It's like, oh, I want to do this, that, and the other. And it's like, oh, that's dope. Like, how can I help you get there? Is there something that, that you, you know, maybe, maybe you need, like maybe it's, 
its uh, structure, maybe its composition. You know, is there is there something that I can help with? And it's like, you know, why are you asking? And it's like, because I think that you can go far. And, and I say this, and I'm certain that this will resonate with Juan, because this is how I approach Juan all the time. I think Juan is one of the dopest animators I've ever seen. And I was always Aww. there. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I, but I was I was always there, you know, for for help, for unbiased critique and yeah. you know, we would oh man, I would embarrass myself in the um what do you call it? In the the room with the costumes Monty. in yeah, in in Monty yeah. and it's like yeah, this is that. what you did with the animation, bro, you got to feel it. You know what I mean? I could I couldn't animate as well as Juan, but what I could do was feel the energy of what was going on and and be able to act that out. And if you build relationships like that and and focus on you know, of course bettering yourself but also like helping others along their journey, they'll never forget you. Never. I agree. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I remember Michaela Pfeiffer, I think she's huge right now working in Disney Sony or something like that. She's huge. I remember she sat down with me two hours to explain to me what the professor couldn't and she had been in animation mentor and all these freaking classes and she made me a better animator in one day dude i'll never forget about her anytime whatever she wants i'll do it <laughs> she was so nice with me. like no joke i'll do anything she asked me she's a very nice person um uh, but yeah um i think yeah i think it's been an hour right yeah um Yes. Last but not least, do we have any questions in our big audience of two, three? We have three. Any question from you guys or not? Don't all raise your hands at the, at the same time. You can raise your hands. You can type them in general. You can, or if it's fine, I think we'll wait a couple of seconds and say our goodbyes. I should have like a soundboard to like put some music while we wait and stuff. Like elevator music. Okay, I think a couple of seconds have gone oh, by. Oh, I think we got oh. one coming in. Oh really? Okay. They're gonna be like, you guys suck. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We're all expecting the question. It's like, hey, you guys can go now. <laughs> <laughs> I really like our conversation today, guys, and I hope you liked it too. We can totally. Uh, Alan has been recording all the time. Yeah. Um, yep. I think we can even like uh, publish it, make it a podcast, and be millionaires in a couple of days. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm down. I'm down. <laughs> Easy day. Easy day. <laughs> Easy Anyways, day at guys, the office. <laughs> thank you so much for all coming, Michaela, Maxi, and Tyler. And Appreciate your time. Thank you so much, guys.